0: Sit in friends in the morning. 77 WABC.
1: The police want to
2: know who shot Jamal.
1: And the family
0: want to know who shot Jamal. The streets want to know I love Bob Shelly. I like him more than Andrew Garbarino. He ran, he launched to him. So can they stop saying the great one when referring to Levin? I keep thinking you're coming on when they say the great one. That's very nice. But the great one, of course, is Wayne Gretzky. Then some guy named Anthony Sindaco chimes in, Instagram, his all Instagram, at Rosenberg.Sydney, at Rosenberg.Sydney. goes, how can you say that Popovich is a great coach? He only won with Duncan and Robinson. And when guys say that, they sound so stupid. Was Red Auerbach not a great coach because he had 13 Hall of Famers? He never won any place else. He only coached the Celtics. He had Russell, Havlicek. Was he not a great coach? I mean, Phil Jackson was a great coach with the Bulls and the Lakers. Then he came to the Knicks, had no players. Still a great coach. Pat Riley, same thing. The idea that you're only a, you can't be a great coach without great players. No one wins in the NBA without great players. Nobody, nobody. So stop with that nonsense. Anyway, that song you just heard is a terrific song, and the name of it is "Who Shot Jamal." And Grammy Award-winning rapper, songwriter, and producer Consequence, along with uh, a Jewish guy. Zach Waterman actually wrote the song. Don't tell me blacks and twos don't get along. Uh, he wrote it, he, uh, and his 11-year-old son, who's adorable, his name is Calden the Crown Holder. In the, holder. In the Crown the Crown How do you say it? Caden
2: the Crown Holder.
0: Well, how come it's spelled? Oh, it is. You're right. Excuse me. C-A-I-D-E-N. Caden the Crown he, uh He's in the song as well, and the person introducing me to both of these fine gentlemen is Naya Butler, who, of course, is a longtime friend of mine and this program. So before we get to the actual song, Janae, how are you? I'm wonderful. It's great yeah. to see you. you. Absolutely.
1: You I missed
0: you. I missed you, too. But I follow you on Instagram. Yes, sir. And uh, I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, I, of course, uh, my, my wife is still upset that he did not have Tupac Shakur in the top five, no, no. let alone number one. She still comes <laughs> up, she goes, I love that lady, I love her, but how the hell was Tupac not in the top five? <laughs> it's
1: interchangeable because <laughs> we got to give him some some strategies here, and uh, some right. understanding.
0: So right. you, you do a really good job of combining hip-hop with everyday issues, and you've done a great job in your community Absolutely. making sure that people uh, don't stray don't go the wrong way. And you and I have had some heated conversations before, sure, sure. and that's all great. You and I are great, great friends. Uh, tell me about Caden uh, and his father here. This song, what they want to do, and if, in fact, I can help. Well,
1: I mean, you can. You always can help because, first of all, this is like brokering a conversation with with this audience right here. You know, your great audience and really just opening up the conversation about it. Consequence is a Grammy Award winning artist. He's worked with Kanye West. He's worked with many artists across the board. He's a legend at this point. And so now bringing this conversation with him and his son about the violence going on in our communities around the country. We've talked about this before like the black on black violence and not just like police shootings and things of that nature. So they brought this in song. And so I have always said that hip-hop can be used and the power of hip-hop can be used, and they did it. And so I thought that bringing it to you would be the the number one place that we should start because we need to have the conversation. We need to have the conversation about blacks just not being um, Democrats. We need to have the conversation about what's going on in the black community and how we get better and fix that. And they're doing that.
0: Well, that's true. And there are, unfortunately, black Republicans, Tim Scott and others that do talk about it. Black Democrats make a lot of excuses. That's a fact. And the truth is, is that about 10 black people are shot by cops every year. Thousands of black people are murdered by black people every year. Every weekend in Chicago, it's a bloodbath. It ain't white supremacists. It ain't white Jewish guys. It's black-on-black crime. And for some reason, the media and the Democrats don't want to talk about it. It's much easier to blame white people. So for that, let me start with you right now, Consequence. I give you a lot of credit. What made you sit down and write this? You see how angry I am. Are you as angry you just thought this was a good way to, a good, um, good way to make a hit? Um, like I was explaining to Janae,
2: I think um, a lot of times when we deal with this subject, we deal with it from a reactionary standpoint with my community. And I think what made me want to have the conversation was to do it on an off-peak time when there's no it's just flat, right? Right. And so we can just no, no, have the, no, No big crime. Like it's no George big crime, Floyd right? There's, of no, there's not a George Floyd moment. It's just what we've endured as a community, right? And the thing is, the conversation I wanted to have with my son was a real one. And I wanted, you know, obviously one of the best ways for me to communicate is through song. And um, so when we did the record, the approach of the record is what, a black male has to endure by just walking outside, right? And so, um, statistics to the side, this has been our journey in America, right? And I like to start with Origin. We the way we got here, we have to always look at how we got here and able to progress, right? Um we're now to the point where you can have black Republicans and black Democrats or you can you don't have to have a party alliance. You can see what's best for you and your community. And so with us, we wanted to address the whole thing. Are there instances where black males have been in danger when it comes to the police? There are instances of that. Are there instances where black males need the police to help solve a crime in the judicial system to get justice? Absolutely. That's how America works. Right. Are there instances where there's black on black crime? Of course we, we know that, um, what's the origin? What's the reason for that? How did that start? Why are we here? What are the five W's? How did we get here? Right. Before we do the math, we have to, we have to do the literature, right? You learn how to write your name before you learn how to count. Sure. sure. Right. So we got, we know what the body count is, but how do we get here? No, that, that's right? fine, And <laughs> that, and that's why we made the record because we want to have the conversation of how did we get here? How do we move on from this? What can we do uh, individually as a society, uh, as a country, Right. This is America. Right. There's no reason for uh, the amount of logical people in America where there's a bloodbath anywhere. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, right.
0: But my fear is is that to kids like Kaden, I'm going to talk to you in a 2nd What an adorable Kaden Reminds you of like Will Smith and his kid or me and my kid <laughs> um, is I don't want people like Kaden walking around this city, this state and this country acting as if he was hunted because it's just not true. There is no statistical data to back that. up. Now, I understand I'm not an idiot, and I'm not naive, and I do understand. For example, I've got a nephew his age. He's like 13, 14, lives in Georgia. He gets stopped by the cops all the time. The kid's a quarterback of the football team. He's an A student. He's done nothing wrong, but he's a black kid in a black community. There was a crime down the block. He gets stopped all the time. That's very unfortunate, and I hate that that happens, but the truth is, there was a crime in a black community committed by a black kid who looks like them, and I don't want you, Caden, for example, to think you live in this horrible country where black people are are, are hunted and, and shot down for no reason. Mm-hmm. Does it happen occasionally? One hundred percent. More whites are killed than blacks by cops every year. Now, a larger numbers. I need to say on that, but more whites are killed than blacks by cops every year. It's not even close. Well, that's a big, that's, bigger that, in numbers. That's due to population, right? Of right? course, of course. Yeah. But but understand what you're doing is very important. But at the same time, you live in the greatest country in the world. You do realize that, right? Yeah. You do. So, what was it like going to work with your dad and doing this song together?
2: Really fun and exciting. It's a like it's like a way for us like to bond.
0: It is a great way to bond. It's
2: a great way to. Bond.
0: So, are, are you going to do this when you get older, be a rap star like your dad? Yeah. Are you definitely going to do definitely. this. Definitely. And he's so cute. He could be an actor too. <laughs> what a great looking kid! Thank what is uh, what is what what do you want? If your friends. Listen to this song. Little kids, 11 years old. Mm-hmm. What do you want them to, to get from this song?
2: The message. the message. What is the message? The message is that, like, what we what what like people African Americans have to deal with
0: every day. Do you feel like it's unsafe for you? Do you feel like? No. I, you don't. No. Okay. You're a happy-go-lucky kid. Yeah. You like the Knicks? Say it again? You like the Knicks? You're not uh, a big sports fan.
2: No, I am. You I know. like the Knicks. And what's Knicks.
0: your favorite sports team?
2: My favorite sports team's probably like um Lakers. You like the Lakers? The Lakers. Yeah. You like LeBron James, that's yeah. why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Kobe. <laughs> just
0: in peace. Yeah, I so this is great that they've done this. Uh beautiful uh, two guys here by the way. And this is exactly what we need. We need more of this, obviously. Mm-hmm. So what do you what do you want to do with this? Is your plan to get this to politicians so they can adopt it, make it part of a city plan? Absolutely. I think
1: that Mayor Adams right now needs help, you know, what's going on in the city. And I think this, um, this song really starts the conversation. You know, music uh, over the years, over time, has just, you know, transcended so many things. And like I said... You know, we always look at hip hop songs and we kinda hear songs that sometimes don't, you know, go along with um everything that we need to be hearing. Yeah. But like this is Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yeah. Go shoot a cop today. Yeah, right, <laughs> God. I'm sorry. Don't talk about Snoop. Yeah. But but yeah, so I think this starts the conversation. So we wanna sit down with Mayor Adams. We've I've called um Hakeem Jeffries, yeah. um yeah. I've called
0: um uh, Congresswoman. Hakeem, by the way, is a huge Biggie Smalls fan. Yeah. He actually <laughs> sang the lyrics to hypnotize He says that Congress he's the hip hop congressperson. Yeah, he's the hip hop
1: yeah. congressperson. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh you're welcome, Hakeem. <laughs> yeah. But um, also, um, Congresswoman Nicole Malataka. So just bringing everybody together for the conversation across the community and getting, you know, getting this, you know, this message out. And I think that this song can go across the country. So um, I want. could be number one platinum hit, so but, I but really. Stop a lot of the violence in the community because the young people, you know, they sometimes they don't have the direction. They don't have somebody that's saying, "Let's let's stop and say like." And right now, it's a big thing about snitches in the community, right?
2: What do you mean by he- what consequence? Tell me about that. Um, well, snitching. I mean, you know, what we do in hip hop is we take things and we we uh, we manipulate them to to where they, to where they to where people can understand them in, in a in a eye, eye level conversation. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, but you know. For those of my age group that grew up in
0: How old are you I'm curious. I'm in my forties.
2: So I grew Fine. up in the eighties. And thank you. And um the snitching um paraphrasing has taken on different contexts. Yeah. Uh obviously when I grew up there was a difference between guys in the streets and civilians. Civilians have the right to the police. Guys in the street yeah. Understand what they get themselves into, right? Right. I get it. So, so now it's just you know it's become a cultural thing and a cultural term. And and well, um, I mean the the snitch
0: in your community is like a rat in the Italian community <laughs> in the mob. See, right, right. 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 But but right.
2: the mob took the oath to be in the mob. Right? right. So the street guys took it, it went into the street with the understanding of the dangers that they're going to mm-hmm. get themselves into. Sure. Versus like um let's say like a Trayvon Martin. He he uh, he didn't. You know, when he was, when that happened with George Zimmerman, that wasn't a street situation. That was a civilian going to the store. But there's a significant difference that needs to be understood with the terminology of snitching and street guy and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
0: And he was an innocent uh, guy, Trayvon Martin, not Michael Brown. Don't give me him. Don't give me Freddie Gray. Don't give me others. But Trayvon Martin, I'll give you. Uh, So, Caden, have you started to write your own music yet?
1: Yes. You have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, come on. been doing a couple of songs.
0: Yeah. You've written a couple of songs. Yeah. Like,
2: He's being modest. He actually has a record called FVC that has uh,
0: over a million hits on YouTube. Come yeah. on. Hey. Yeah. yeah. And how old were you when you wrote that? Like Say nine. It, did, did that this no, year? Yeah,
1: I did that this year.
0: Oh my God! Look at yeah. you. This is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I want you to be a big, big, big star, and I'm going to do everything I can to make that happen. Okay? Say I'm going to try to help you. I'm going to help make you a very, very big star. Anytime appreciate. you write a song and the song gets produced by your father or anybody else, you give it to me. I'm going to play it here. Right. All right. So, my next move is I'm not talking to Adams these days. We're having some <laughs> uh, technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. But um, I do talk to Fabian Levy, mm-hmm. who works at uh, City Hall, mm-hmm. and he talks to Eric Adams mm-hmm. about 30 times a day. Mm-hmm. And you have my word, Consequence, Caden, and Janaya, that I will get this song to Fabian Levy in City Hall. And if Fabian gets it, there's a very good chance, if not 100%, Mayor Adams will will get it, too. Sure, today. Sure. Right.
1: Yeah, no, Um, you know, Mayor Adams is a big hip-hop fan, you yes, know. Yes, he is. You know, so it's just a point of him hearing the song and, again, you know, creating the programming across the city. Because, yeah. like I said, right now in the city, you know, violence is up, you know, a lot of things are going on in the city. And we've got to stand behind the mayor and really, you know, help him. And I think this does it. And I take it there, you know I have a um a friend who lost her son Deray Johnson, and you know he he got shot he's from Brooklyn, but he got shot in Georgia, and you know it's it said the song says exactly that who's it's just switch the name out who yeah, shot right. deray yeah. and there the everybody doesn't want nobody's talking and things of that nature and so we all lose yeah. something as a result. And, you an, know?
2: And, and another thing that the song actually addresses is the grieving process.
1: Because
2: mm-hmm. um, no matter who loses their life, a life is lost, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter the circumstances of which the death came about. That's a, a child losing a parent. Sure. That's a parent losing, losing their, their child, child. Yeah. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And um, the ramifications of that um, change the generational course, right? And so we never want to downplay death in any way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? And that was another reason why we wanted to actually make the song. And um, to to Janae's uh, alley-oop from yesterday, we we are actually starting a fundraiser, a Who Shot Jamal fundraiser, where we can uh, move around the whole country. uh, So we have a GoFundMe. Uh, It's the Who Shot Jamal fundraiser. If you want to donate to help the cause, we did all of this independent. There's no record company, it's my independent label, One Out Two Records, and um, you know. We we welcome any nothing's too small, nothing's too large. So it's who it's uh, Who Shot Jamal? That's the page? The, uh, yeah, it's the Who Shot Jamal fundraiser on yes. GoFundMe. All so, right, Who Shot Jamal fundraiser? And the link on is GoFundMe. in the link is in both of our um Instagram pages. Uh his is Caden eight one seven C
1: A I D E N eight one
2: seven. And mine is T V and my label is one at one two records.
0: All right, there you have it, folks. Consequence. Caden the crown holder and my friend Janaya Butler. This is who Shot Jamal? Let's go. Let's do it, baby. <laughs> this is a very, very important subject, a very important topic. It's a great song, something we need to fix in the United States. Who Shot Jamal? As we close out our number one. The
2: last time I saw him, he was by the bodega, pushing, pushing, keeping the player. But after this, please say a little prayer. Is there any information you can share?
1: The last time I saw him, he was in the park looping, working on the river and three-point shoeing. That day, he even had rare because I know he wasn't looking for no trouble
2: yes yeah, enough to try to make it out